Hey there, everybody. Did you miss me last week? Or were you glad to have an extra week to digest the podcast? (laughs) I had my live VIP event for my Beyond the Rank subscriber members that are on my monthly paid program. And then after that, the day after, I welcomed 14 house guests to do a retreat for people on my team who have ever had 20 people order in one month or more. It was such an amazing time. We accomplished so many miracles that I didn't that I was I was anxious about. And I kept comparing myself to Maverick. So just from now on, just refer to me as Maverick. That is my new name. My team actually has called me in the past Webster because I have every answer to every question they ever ask me, which is not true, but that's what they think. And so now I'd like to be referred to as Maverick because I feel like I am like him. I keep going to see that movie and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's me. I'm right where I'm supposed to be. And when you get to see the title of my next book and read it, you'll understand why I identify with that character in the new Top Gun Maverick movie, which I took my team to see on Saturday night as part of our retreat. So Friday, we did our VIP, first ever VIP Beyond the Rank paid program event. It's a free event that you get to be part of if you're in my paid community for six months or more. We are going to be doing it every single year. It was in Provo, Utah this year. That is the plan again for next year. We will be announcing the dates here pretty soon. We're already planning next year's event. And it was just the most amazing day. We did it in the Provo City Library in their giant, giant ballroom. And we knew that we were going to need a miracle to set everything up in the time that we had to set up. The library wouldn't allow us to set up the night before. And it was the perfect space for us. Like I knew the minute that I launched my program that I I booked the event before I even launched my program because I knew that's where we were going to have the event. And so they had told me that we couldn't get into the room until 9 a.m. And so we started the event at 10.30 a.m. And going into it, we knew we were going to need a miracle to set everything up in 90 minutes. The goal time was actually to have everything set up in 60 minutes and then have 15 minutes to walk the room and finish up the remaining items that were left undone and then have everyone enter and seated for the 15 minutes after that to start at 10.30. I'm so proud of what my Beyond the Rank team accomplished because when we walked into the library at 9 a.m., none of the chairs and tables were set up. They were supposed to be set up earlier that morning, but the person who worked for the library, whose job it was to come in early and do that, they never made it. And the poor event coordinator at the library, he just looked like he was going to have a heart attack because it was not done. And 
<laughs> so I'm I'm going to actually be calling him later this week and say, that was miserable for you and it was miserable for us. How about you let us set up the night before next time and we'll just sign a waiver that anything that's in the room is not, you're not liable for any of it. So hopefully they will agree because oh, it was quite the feat. The reason why we were able to do it in record time, we had the entire room set up and perfect looking like so legit in 90 minutes was because of planning, preparation, and an amazing team that showed up and helped me set up and executed all of the planning and preparation that we had organized so beautifully before we went to the event. So we did it. It looked incredible. We had our entire swag store up. We had our snack table We had that we refilled throughout the afternoon. We had all the tables and the linens and the stage and our light up letters and our balloon artists that we flew in from Atlanta to do our show and the the photo backdrop backdrop with the neon sign that said beyond the rink like it was just everything that i could have ever imagined when i pictured doing this a year ago and so when the event ended, we, of course, cleaned everything up. And by the way, big shout out, huge shout out to my husband and Kelly Devonish, who is the husband of uh, of Jessica, my dear, dear friend and business partner. And they, those two men in 95 degree heat carried about <laughs> 20 loads, probably more than that, of bins and and soda. Well, it was Spindrift. If you know what Spindrift is, it's like carbonated water with no sugar or preservatives or anything in it. But they hauled up coolers and ice and every single thing that we needed for that event, they hauled it in. And then a team of about 15 of us set it all up together. And those boys were dripping in sweat from head to toe. Like... It was a good thing that Kelly was there to help Sean because if he wasn't there to help Sean, I think we would have been divorced that day. <laughs> it was so much work. And so I promised my husband next year we're getting we're hiring movers to bring everything in and bring everything out. So he was relieved to hear that. Anyway, we did that event and the night that that event was ended, we took our whole beyond the rank team that helped us with everything, set it up and make the event success. We took them out to sushi. And when I got home, I was of course avoiding looking at my master coach training Slack channel. Now Slack, if you're not familiar with with what it is, it's sort of like Facebook for work without all the annoying things about Facebook. It's just... And it's better than email. And the Life Coach School uses it a lot. Other companies use it too. But the Life Coach School really uses Slack a lot. And it's just an easy way to open up group. It's like basically you have like group chats and group threads within this one little app. And it organizes everything so you don't miss anything. And it always updates you on what's new in the thread. And so you don't lose the email or anything. It's all there and amazing. So I was avoiding opening up my Slack channel because I knew that I had submitted my third proposal for my Master Coach Training Project. 
And I wanted to share, this is this is why I'm sharing all of this with you, is because I wanted to share with you how I had such a human experience with this. I was so frustrated. Uh, if you listened to last week's podcast, I talked to you about how I was just really upset with our instructors and I just wanted them to give me the answer. And they kept telling me no and denying my project ideas. And the first idea was to write my book. And I told them the title and then the subtitle. And I told them why I was going to be writing it. And they immediately denied it. And I just thought... I knew that was supposed to be my project, but I just, I was like, okay. So they said no. And then the second project that I, that I threw out was, okay, fine. I'll make a sales page. I'll make a sales page. And I did like a numbers goal of where I want my program to be by October 23rd of this year. And I just threw it out there. And they immediately said, denied. Like it was like, I put it up and 30 minutes later, they denied it. It was so fast. I was like, did you even read it? And of course they did because of course they knew what my weaknesses were. They know where my gaps are. And that's why I'm here doing master coach training is because I want to tighten up my gaps and I want to stretch myself. I want to strengthen myself through a challenge. And so they quickly denied it. And I was so frustrated that they were doing it last week when I was trying to get ready for my VIP event and for my event with my team that was literally starting the day after my VIP event had ended. And so finally, on Thursday night, I got on the phone with my friend Jessica and I was just... I wasn't crying. I wasn't in tears or anything like that. But I was so irritated and I was just frustrated thinking, you know, like they're never going to approve it. It has to be approved by Sunday. I don't want to deal with this during my event. I can't believe this is happening. I I love to plan and prepare and get things done ahead of time. This is actually how I always was in middle school and high school. Anytime that we had like an eighth grade research project, I always started working on it right away because I actually hate the pressure of last minute stress of getting it in. And while I work well under pressure and I like to fly by the seat of my pants, I hate a project looming over me that takes a lot of time. And so I like to do those things early ahead of time if I can. So I had... I had thought that my my project was going to be approved long ago. And then to find out three days before that they weren't approving it. And in order to pass our second month in master coach training, we had to have an approved project. So I started to get really stressed, super frustrated. And I was blaming my instructor and blaming the program and saying I was never going to do anything with the life coach school ever again, because this is how they are. They never want to give you the answer. They never want to give you your actions to do. They always just want you to think of it and come it up on your own. And that's just not me and da 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 da. So anyway, I had that tantrum. <laughs> like any human would. And my friend Jessica helped me write out my third proposal for my master coach project. And when I sat there in my living room and my husband was there too, she was on speakerphone. And when I sat there in my living room, they both asked me like, what is your project? And I said, it's the book. I know it's the book. And they said, well, then, you know, basically you be the authority in your life and claim that as your project and then tell them why, like peel off what you think they want to hear and tell them why you really want to write it. And so that's what I did. I peeled off everything that I thought they wanted to hear. And I decided to just write what I was going to do. And so what I ended up creating was 
my like they want you to write a result statement for what you do. So I said, I will write my book by October 23rd. And then I put the title of the book in, which I'm not going to share with you today without betraying myself or, and then fill in the blank, taking accountability for my results and why things happen the way they did while focusing on tips and tools for people who want to give up on settling for safe to receive the gift of striving far beyond what their minds are currently offering. And then they made us defend why that was our project. And so I wrote, this is the project for me because when I write it, I will give myself permission to have my own voice and speak my truth, which will offer others the example of courage to do the same. It will have no chapter one because that chapter is just for me, my victim story, one that I am writing and leaving in the past. It will not be published or included for anyone to read. The rest of the book gets to come into my future so that I can rewrite what my voice looks like now and in everything to come. I will set down my focus on numbers to achieve and sales goals in order to give my time and focus to doing this book and these lessons justice. That's going to be the hardest part for me, by the way, you guys, because I love a numbers goal and I love to go after it because I love to feel achievement and I love external validation to prove that I am good at it which they know, which is why they added on the extra things that I'll share with you in a minute. I said, I will trust that the people who need to find me will do so energetically. I will honor the lessons I earned, no L, earned and received and still receiving from it by doing it differently in this way. And so that's what I submitted on Thursday night. I did my VIP event all day Friday. I was so there with my people. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to enjoy the day. I wanted to pour in to my most committed raving members who have been with me for six months or more. A lot of these members that came to this event last Friday for the VIP event were elite members, which means they've bought the annual pass. And so these are people that are committed that show up for their with that show up for themselves, that show up for their mental health. A lot of you are listening to this because you also listen to this podcast. And so I just, I wasn't going to look at anything that day. I wanted to stay in the moment. I wanted to enjoy the day. And so I was avoiding looking at the Slack channel to see what they said. I thought, you know what? I'll just look at it later because I want to be here with these people. And I planned ahead so that I could do this. And that's what I'm going to do. So on Friday night, we took everyone out to sushi after the event was over. We didn't get home till about 11 p.m. And from 11 to midnight, I sat on the couch with a couple of the girls and Marguerite, who did my balloon art, and um, my assistant and two of my volunteers. And we sat there till midnight talking on my couch, just laughing and talking about funny stories and uh, things from our past, like just random stuff. And then at midnight, I thought, okay, I have to look at the Slack channel. I got to know, like, did they deny it again? And I was like, they for sure denied it. It's fine. We just need to know because I need to write something tonight so that tomorrow morning I can see what they say. And then I can do it before my 14 house guests arrive. And then I can get it done so that I can wrap things up before Sunday when it was due. And I opened up the Slack channel that I had been avoiding all day. Remember resisting the urge to look at it. Like that was in my action line. You guys, I was feeling nervous. And so I was avoiding opening the Slack channel. I was having a human moment. Isn't that so 
interesting. I love watching what I do in my actions when I am experiencing negative emotion. And what I read in my Slack channel from my two instructors were, we are chanting your name from the sidelines and want to approve your pod, your project with a couple of tweaks. At this point, I was screaming and jumping up and down on my couch and no one knew why. And I was like, they approved my project. They approved my project. And then I was like, oh no, they approved my project. Now I really have to write the book. <laughs> because one of the things that I said in um, in my defense that I didn't read aloud here is the reason why I want to write this book is because the only thing I want to do is ignore everything that happened and run the other way and just pretend like none of it happened and just move on and not deal with any of it. And that's why I wanted to write the book for me. And I even said to them, I may never publish the book. I'm going to decide that after it's written. Now, in my heart, I really do believe I am going to publish it, but I'm giving myself an out because I want to write it as authentically and honestly, and in integrity with myself as I can. And there are things in the book that I'm going to have to take out in order to feel like I'm doing it professionally. And because my relationships are more important to me than anything else. And I would never publish this book if I knew that it was going to damage or hurt any of my relationships. So um, I will decide if I publish it after October 23rd when it's finished. But they said, you know, we're chanting your name, da 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 da. And they said these, they they added these tweaks that I have to uh comply to. So number one, they said that I have to submit my manuscript in the Slack channel by October 23rd, which means I have to copyright it first because I'm definitely not putting my manuscript out without it being copyrighted. And then they added that I have to include what I learned about my own desire for external validation. And I have to submit weekly videos in the Slack thread, three minutes or less, every single Sunday from now till October 23rd, where I discuss how my relationship evolved each week with regard to any of the following. Taking action from fear, which I do very regularly. Being afraid to stop moving and achieving in the eyes of others. It's like they know me or something. Wanting to be told the how instead of believing in my own how. Oh my gosh, isn't it nuts? And then the role of my MLM business and my coaching business in creating the life that matters to me. So those are the tweaks that they added. And it just resonated so deeply with me. And so why I'm sharing all of this with you is number one, I'm taking you on this journey of master coach training and writing this book and facing the things that I want to run the opposite direction in because that's what I'm teaching you how to do here. And every single week that you come here and you listen to this podcast, I hope that that is what you are doing. I hope that it is planting a seed in you to face those things in your life that you don't want to face because those things are the easiest to run away from. And when you run away from the things that scare you or the things that are uncomfortable for you, you run away from connection with yourself. You run away from being in integrity with yourself. And there is something so much better than all of that. There is you showing up for you and being honest with you. Because if you are not honest with yourself, nothing else matters. 
And if you're not honest with yourself, that is for sure one of the things holding you back in your business. So I'm so excited for what I am about to embark on and I can't wait to take you with me. And I sure do hope that I have the courage to publish this book when it's done because right now I feel like I'm going to go ahead and write this book for myself. And I never pictured writing it for myself. I always pictured writing it for all of you. And maybe that is why it had to be denied three times before it was finally accepted. Because I feel like I have to write this book for myself and no one else so that I can connect with myself on a level that I've always run away from. And so I hope that I get to share it with you. I'll know more in October, but until then, I'm going to take you along the ride as I get coached, as I coach myself along all the things that are going to come up. And it's not going to be like every week about the book, but I'll share little snippets here and there as I struggle throughout the next several months. But I have so much good coming on the podcast for you guys. I'm going to start to dive in over the next couple of weeks. I'm going to start to dive in about what to do when your team doesn't like you. I'm going to start to dive into how to handle an upline that you don't get along with. I'm going to start to dive into topics that you struggle with in your business that I've struggled with and know how to help you get through. And I hope that it will bless your life in a way that helps you to get through some of the barriers that are problems right now in in your way of getting to where you want to be. So... I'm so excited to do that. And always, 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 if you want to dive in deeper than just this podcast and you want to have direct interaction with me and direct coaching with me every single day, I would invite you to come and join my member community. You just go to emilygibsoncoaching.com backslash shop. My doors are always open now. I keep them open so that you can join at any time. And this month's workshop is how to stop avoiding your negative emotions. It's going to be on this Friday. So if you want to come in, it's $59 a month. It is the best money you will ever spend on yourself and the best investment of your time to grow your business. I hope to see you guys there. And until next week, have a great one. Bye now.